Welcome to Sefer Chavakuk. We are racing through time for Nach, our Treyasar. Chavakuk says the Tsar was the son of the Shunamis lady who hosted Elisha. So we've previously met um, another, the encounter the son with Eliyahu. That produced the Novi uh, in that episode. And here, remember, Elisha mimics Eliyahu. And so too, Chavakuk is the son of the Shanamis lady who hosted Elisha. Chavakuk was actually the son whom Elisha promised she would give birth to. And when he died, Elisha brings him back to life. Chavakuk was a Novi in the days of Yehoram ben Achav. So we're talking about 300 years or so before the first base Amikdash was destroyed. The Seder Olam, by the way, disagrees with this. This Zohar. How so? So he says that Chavakuk was during the times of Menashe ben Chizkiah, which is 200 years later. Um, saying that Chavakuk was a Talmud of Nachum. The Abarbanel cites an opinion, even though he disagrees with this, that Chavakuk maybe was in the days of Daniel. After Golas, the destruction of the first base Amigdash, it was Chavakuk who gave food to Daniel in the uh, Govarayas, in the lion's den. Um, okay, either way, <laughs> either way, we're going to see his prophecies. In a certain sense, just like he was brought back to life, the goal of his Navua is to bring Klamisra back to life. We're going to see that very soon. That is Perak Aleph of Habakkuk. Let's have a look at that now. Uh, Habakkuk asks Hashem, why is it, you know, why his prayers that Klamisra should be saved from oppression are not being answered? He couldn't comprehend how the wicked are able to fulfill their ambitions unhib- uninhibited. He says that because wickedness is not punished publicly, Klan Yisrael are no longer committed to Torah mitzvahs. What a defender of the Jewish people he is. Chavakot warned Klan Yisrael that Hashem is going to allow Babel to attack them brutally. Nothing will stand in Babel's way. Nebuchadnezzar will praise his God for his success rather than Hashem. Chavakot pleads with Hashem, save Klan Yisrael from their suffering, even though we've sinned, but we're still more righteous than Babel. Chavakot says, that Hashem surrendered humanity to the ever-expanding Babylonian empire, an empire that swallows other nations effortlessly. They're going to celebrate their success with sacrifice to their idols. So therefore, says Chavakot, if you're going to let them invade, at least repay them for their actions. And there's Chavakot, a bit of a philosophical look over here about Tfilah, about the power of Tfilah, but why Tfilah sometimes goes unanswered. Uh, of course, Rav Dester writes that the Koach HaTfila is that you yourself, the Maral as well, you yourself hit a higher level when you daven, irrespective of whether or not you get answered, but your Tfila improves you. Right? The first Tfila really in, in, in Chumash, truth is, is a Tfila that doesn't get answered. Abraham's Tfila for Saddam. Um, and therefore, Tfila is powerful, irrespective. But it's a question, why are you not answering my Tfila? That's Chavakot's question. Why are the righteous people suffering? Why are the wicked not, not uh, receiving their just desserts? Why are they not being punished? These are the questions asked by Chabakuk in challenging. And it's a beautiful, beautiful nevuah in terms of the depth of philosophy.